Welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity, a show about weirdos, with your hosts, John Fahey, Aaron Peter, and Matt Brutzon. Yeah, but like you know, I would I get overpowered by a pitcher who know what they were doing. If, it, if the pitcher could throw eighty, yeah, I'm whiffing. I just didn't have. My dad was all about that type of shit. He's like, no fucking participation trophies. Like, my grandfather was like, he's like, oh, you fucking like boxing and shit. My grandfather, would, my grandfather was like at the fucking fight of the century and shit like that. Like he was oh, like, really? yeah, he was. Wait, mass- the Jack Dorse, uh, the Dempsey. Dempsey? No, no, no. The one was uh, Joe Lewis and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. He was like, he had the fucking posters and shit. And like, you know, the the heyday of boxing in New York, my grandfather was like all around for. And he was like, um, he was like, I was like, yeah, whatever. I was, I was really psyched about boxing, especially old boxing and finding out about it and stuff. And he would like give me like gloves and like a bag and stuff like that. And then one time I was like, I had like sparring gloves and stuff like that. And the fucking, uh, I was like, dad, you want to fucking fuck around and he's like yeah sure and he's just like i was like a fucking t- tiny child you know like <laughs> eight years old or something like that and he just held his arm out as far as he could yeah so that my head couldn't get around his mm-hmm. fist that's the mm-hmm. ultimate dad move and he would mm-hmm. and he would just like hit me around while i was trying to hit him and couldn't reach him and he was just kind of like no we're safe well, <laughs> yeah yeah no, that, was, that was the deal it was like well but what are you gonna do like do you want to do this or not like i don't care how much bigger i am than you like you got to figure it out. It's like your dad hitting the the fly balls yeah. uh-huh. that are. I mean, I guess I suppose there's some character building or lesson learned there, but like that doesn't mean that was his intent. No, oh, no, maybe no, he's no. just being a shit. But well, I learned. I decided to learn but, something. No, but there, right. there's always a moment in that where you you game the system and they have a begrudging respect for you right. when you do that. When you fuck with them and you actually like whether you you jump out of the way or you fuck with them, you trip them or something. And they're like, oh, okay, he's not right. He's not just gonna yeah. take it. I should, I, uh, yes, that standing up for yourself definitely. If the person is not a maniac, uh, and and can have some sort of humility and admit they were wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> the one man I showed up to a game one time. Oh man, I went to a party like uh, the night before. Oh boy. And like I, I wasn't a huge partier. Never really like got shit faced in high school. But this party, I got pretty drunk. Uh, like for like. I mean, not the first time, but it was also like I think you fucked a girl for the first time. Oh hell yeah! So I'm, I'm just so seventy or I got a blowjob. Wow! One of those one yeah, of those yeah, things. But you, I showed you, up you, to this game like I, I almost threw up in the fucking center field. Type. Really? And like I was balls. <laughs> you letting fucking Javier smell your dick? And shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, dude. Like so, I was playing like shit because like I, for the first time I was hungover. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, this is a miserable feeling. I can't believe I'm out here. I feel like I'm gonna throw up. I'm hot, sweating, but I'm cold, yeah. and it's 90 degrees out. I'm in fe- I'm in a polyester suit, and the fucking fly ball, and I'm like running the. I just I played like shit, and like they gave me shit for it, and I was like, yeah, but I don't know. finger fuck girl. Right, right, right. Last night, now. Like, <laughs> all right. Cool. All right. Just, yeah. You're not playing anymore, but <laughs> good job. Very nice. <laughs> it was very nice. It was worth it. And then the first time I had a blowjob, I had a volleyball tournament the next day <laughs> and that that was a that, that had a great game right uh, out mm. stayed up till like two in the morning whatever and that had to be like in palisades like right. all the beach communities they have like all great teams and yeah. so they have these tournaments these club these uh club tournaments so 
we're out there and like four hours of sleep, but I'm stoked because I got a fucking blowjob for the first time, right? <laughs> and and I <laughs> yeah, the blood's, the blood's moving, the blood's moving, blood's flowing, like the like that the body is like yes, good, positive <laughs> feedback loop. This yeah, is mm-hmm. what your purpose in, as a human being is. <laughs> right. Spread seed. Yeah, reward systems just firing, right? Mm-hmm. And so I just have like a fucking killer game. I'm hitting like ten foot line, like I'm jumping out of the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're oh, that, you're, you got blown. You're on that Matrix trip. You're like, maybe, maybe I can fly. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. Perhaps nutting is the super soldier. <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah. And like my buddy's like, yeah, Peter blows one load. All of a sudden, he's mm-hmm. the best guy on the team. You got to get it some more often. Uh, totally juxtaposed. But same party, same house that the parties were at. Made me miserable at baseball one day, ah, one weekend. Beautiful, excellent at volleyball. Very, very good. I always found I was uh, some of my best games when I was playing baseball was when I, we were hung. I was hung over. Mm-hmm. My friend Kevin had the same thing. We had this like come together. We're like, yeah, when we're hung over, this because I think with baseball, at least with me, it's like it's so regimented, yes, and you get the sit down time. Right, and also I played. I played infield. He was a catcher, so it's like there wasn't a ton of running. Right, right. Oh man, catcher's rough. Catcher's. Rough. Squatting there. All oh, day. I hate it. I got bad can't knees. He shit his pants. Yeah. Are we, are we leaving this in or are we starting? Yeah, we can know, decide we can where do, to start we can, it, but we can, we're started. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good. Uh, hello, folks. Welcome to <laughs> Eccentricity. Yeah. There's waxing poetic um, about sports and nut. Yeah. 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 Uh, I I think it was. A, I would I would always tell people uh, like for whatever reason the most time I would write for stand up would mm-hmm. be when I'd be like pacing around after being hungover. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, for some reason, there was... I immediately thought of that when he was saying that. Something. Like, I was just like, there's some... There's a zen of that misery. Yeah. Well, right. Or, like, this thing of being like, ah, you almost poisoned yourself, but we got over it. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's a part of you which, like, let's make the most... Let's let's be... Let's turn this into a good uh, thing. I gotta turn my life around. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta change everything. But I think it's also, you know, they're... Uh, you're, you're getting out of your own way. Yeah. Right. You know, you can do that by meditating or taking a drug, like, you know whatever and you turn off certain systems in your brain that otherwise would be like oh no that's not a good idea or mm-hmm. you'll do that later or right not let you're you... too lazy to stop yourself right yes yeah. you're too fucked up to stop yourself from entertaining certain thoughts yeah yeah there's there's there was always something that would like like come to mind where i'd always be like why is this happening now and i'd be like fuck this is another time that i'm hung over and like i'm just thinking of i'm totally free Mm-hmm. To just come up with shit, you know, and 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 weird, dumb stuff, you know, and but stuff I like, yeah. totally like like this thing. I was like, this is what happens when you have like a fucking bunch of camel cigarettes and shitty fucking piss beer. Well, yeah, camels and piss go uh, go together pretty well. I mean, well, folks are hearing this now; they won't know <laughs> for a few days. Okay, so we're, we're predating that with yeah. the 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 history of oh, of the world part so, one. Uh, this will precede your uh, episode that we just recorded. Oh, okay, yes, okay, in theory, this should come out tomorrow. Time is relative. We talked about that. Recording. Time is relative. Yes, yes that's right. Yeah, right, time travel. Uh, hello, everybody. We love you. My name is John Fahey. Aaron Pita over there looking immaculately gorgeous. Phenom and prolific nutter Aaron Pita. Wow. Yes, uh, never better than sports and nut. Yeah. Matt Rousseau, hi. You're an absolutely beautiful man as well. Also, athletic phenomenon. Yes. Prodigy. Yes. We can do a whole episode about sports if we need to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We, um... I once was fired as a high school hockey coach because I was arrested for drinking underage. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I can talk about that one day. Yeah. I mean... I've been arrested. It seems... It seems hockey culture is is kind of, um... (laughs) You want to know some... (laughs) Is, uh... (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, uh-oh. <laughs> John, there it is. <laughs> we got uh, me, and Aaron, me and Aaron were talking about that. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, God, I'm worried. <laughs> me and Aaron were talking about how <laughs> get it <laughs> we were talking about being, being inside a condom is like being in the penalty box. <laughs> and then we start calling condom sex the penalty box. box. Yeah. yeah, we're like, I can see all the action. I'm, I'm right on top of it. How much longer? And I just, uh, How much longer I just can't really, I just can't touch it. I just, I'm right I, I there. Can feel the, I can feel the temperature, yeah. but I don't, I'm not on. I'm not the wetness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, everybody who's not in the box, they forget that you're in the box. Oh, yeah. If you're not in the box, nobody gives. I mean. No, yeah, yeah. The fucking action continues. Yeah, the game is happening. Yeah. Right, you're right. You're in the box or not. Yeah, but it, I really like that analogy for the for the, the condom. It's penalty a, box. Penalty box. Yeah. It's so misogynistic. <laughs> Yeah. I don't think it's yeah. misogynistic. I think it's just uh, well, it's, uh, it's somewhat, shitty. It's somewhat degrading, but I don't care. Uh, <laughs> it's just a penalty box. It's the type of box that you get. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about the box. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, that's, yeah. Why, that's why. That's why I thought it was so right. Uh, great minds. Thank you, thank you. I just thought it was the Matt the gets it. The, uh, the isolation, and you know the, and, the yes, the and. wanting to be called back in. But not being able to. It's that it's purgatory. the perfect play on words. It is. It is. Box. And you're full of energy when you get out of there. The one Ready most, to go! One of the most, uh, like, the, the first, like, really bloody thing I ever saw was at this uh, UMass uh, Amherst hockey game against, you know, Division One team. Some guy, he's in the penalty box for a minute and a half. He comes out. The play is right in front of him. This guy's skating. Doesn't see him. He fucking just cleans the shit out of this guy. Oh, man. And this guy stayed on the ice. Blood all over the ice. Oh. He just... Because he forgot there was a fucking guy in the box. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, that's one of the risks you, you take, you take yeah. when you get out of the penalty box. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's blood, dude. Mm. And it's going to get everywhere. That's just one of the risks of playing the game. <laughs> that's true. That's true. And that's okay. Yeah, it's totally like fine. Yeah, who cares? I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The more blood. fluids, the better. Any kind. <laughs> Give a shit. Piss on the fucking. I'm piss yeah. on the. I'm piss on the. That's what the towels. Are Blood for. on ice mm-hmm. is such a stark. Image. It is because it you, is. Can, you can't. It's not it's, going. It's staying yeah, on the ice. Yeah. You never forget they, well, you where it was. A, 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 a basketball game that mops it up yeah. or whatever. You know. Well, right, right. Bo- right. Even the boxing. Even even the fucking uh, the, the 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 fucking the the Christian noshing in the Coliseum. Yeah, yeah. you got some sand on it. Yeah, you gotta, yeah, 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 yeah throw yeah, some yeah. new sand on it. But the ice really elevates it to a level of. That, it's all. It's almost as if we're we're having like a like a game on the clouds, right? And you can see the savagery with which right, right. we will treat yes, each other yes. yeah. in this totally it's frozen in time improbable mm-hmm. arena. Yeah, you know we have we have uh, made water hard. Yeah, and cold. <laughs> yeah, it's not fun. No, no. it's it's it hurts. Mm-hmm. No, it's weird. It hurts. And we're all here. Yeah, and uh, we're Just doing weird stuff. Skating on it. by. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On the ice. <laughs> it's actually well, it's thick. It's, it's very thick. Yeah. It is very thick. Uh, the the blood freezes. Certainly. Can you like um like chip it off like chip it off and like you got like a plate, oh, I mean like... what, what what happens is every time the Zamboni goes by it puts hot water on ah. and then that water creates another layer. There you go. So when that happens Zamboni. it dilutes things and ah. Ah. all of the, the lines you see are painted on concrete generally underneath. underneath. Right. right, right. 
or if they're switching things out. But the Zamboni is not removing the blood; it's just diluting the blood, and then so you, so with you, hot water. So uh. the worst the game is, you just get like this pinker ice through. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, that's fucking insane. One time I was, I was playing hockey, and I think it was fucking New Hampshire or Vermont. It was one of those sh- those ships, you know. <laughs> and uh, the Zamboni was a tractor. Oh God! With two barrels of water on the back of it, soaking a uh, a, a like linen. Uh-huh. That was dragging up behind the. Oh my! The tractor was not. It was no zamboni. It was a makeshift. Yeah, right. Jesus wow. Christ! That you is... just put a new layer of ice on it. You just yeah, wait yeah. for it to freeze, and then you got a new layer of ice. And and Damn. how are they? Uh, and it, it is. It is. How is it staying chilled? Uh, well, it's winter. And a lot of places, you know, a lot of places, especially in the Northeast. Yeah. They just have, there's like a big fan that just, bl- the cold air just blows in constantly. Right. And so Jesus it's winter inside the rink as, as uh, yeah. Lifelong Californian Aaron Pete, I can't believe that just general life. It, 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 welcoming in the freezing cold of yeah. Jack Frost. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you're in the stands. Well, well I've been hugging him. I kind of like the feeling. Like, when you go to a professional yeah. one, it's not that cold. Right. Right, because they have they the have freezing the f- right. They have all these motors and 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 devices underneath yeah, or around the ice and too. all that shit that are electronically removing the heat. But especially the in the in the northeast, one of the greatest inventions ever made for hockey was someone made an electric heater that would go over the stands. Oh. So it would still be cold, the cold air, but right. uh, in the stands there right. would be a right. heater that would blow down or that would just yes, melt. and it would not melt the ice because heat, like the Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> Heat the movie? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Did I ever tell you I, I watched it? That's night, bro. <laughs> I forgot I watched it, and then I watched it again, and I was like, oh, yeah, 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 okay, I've seen this. Yeah. And because you're like halfway through, and you're like, damn, there's a lot of yelling in this. Oh, what, Dark Knight Rises? <laughs> no, the heat. Oh, yeah, heat. Yeah. Lots of yelling, lots of moments of silence. Yeah. A lot of silence. Yeah, yeah, there's a, yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. It is a good movie. What, heat? It's also yeah. like two and a half hours. Fucking incredible. Give me all you got! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's tired of the snitch. Give him the running around. Uh, Give me all you got! It's complete insanity. Oh, those, I mean, those three guys together. That's, and then what? Pacino's the fucking cop? Come yeah, on. Ri- oh, I mean, ridiculous. I, I, I mean, fucking Sizemore and shit. It's, it's Val Kilmer. It's, Amy, Amy Brenneman. Yeah. Absolutely absurd. Ashley Judd and like. Oh. It's 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 nuts. Um, that thing on Val Kilmer's elbow. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that? Yes. Yeah. Couldn't edit that out in post. Jesus Christ! <laughs> He's got bursitis or something. Give him a break. <laughs> Matt, well, you got something for us? Don't yeah. You? Yes. Yes. Oh, I forgot. That's okay. I thought we were just gonna talk some shit. <laughs> I have. This is, uh, we have a, a, a great patron named Vinko Care Harris, who, uh... Thank you, Vinko, we love you. Thank you, Vinko. Who, is, who has given us a, a, a couple good, um, ideas. Um, one about, uh, filthy Japanese art, which I'm sure you're aware of, Aaron. No, is, is the art filthy, or are the Japanese... John hates them. John hates them. <laughs> don't, don't, you do the, not. The, the fucking, what? the speed with which the phrase Jap comes out of his mouth on this show. Does, you you were the first it. one to say it now. No, no. Oh, yeah. Well, well I, yeah. Referring to his, uh, uh yeah, but I've evolved. I've evolved since. <laughs> oh, yeah? No, no, no. <laughs> no. No, I just, I uh, think it's very funny. Yeah. The idea... 
that we were commonly being told in the Second World War yes. through billboards and Propaganda milk posters, cartons, right, et cetera, right. Looney to tunes. slap a jap. Yeah, it rhymes. It's it's it's, it's too easy. It's violent <laughs> propaganda. <laughs> but, 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 has but, a also, to it. but also the dumbest, <laughs> most insulting violence. Yeah, slap. Like like I I always I always say the reason it's not I, punch a Nazi. No, it's no, slap it's slap and slap him. And like being a like a fucking Japanese guy walking down the street that's not yet interned in a yeah, concentration yeah, yeah. camp. Yeah, and being like, oh, they're telling people to slap me now. Hmm. I see. Or being just a Korean guy. Yeah, yeah. They have Superman mass printing posters that say slap a jack oh my on the God. cover of, of an action comic. <laughs> yeah, and it's not the most flattering image of a Japanese <laughs> no, one. It's the buck too. It's the like the fucking tooth. Charlie Chan shit. It's like it's super. so dumb. It's very it's bad. It's just, it's, uh, it's not cool. I'm not racist, <laughs> but it is, that is funny and how insane it is yeah. yes and and i'm glad you explained it because that's what i wanted you to do <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's so good it's so the stupid slap, slapping yeah. is like we're saying slap it like it's like you're, you're like commit hey act of the pettiest violence yes. go work two hours more a day uh, so that we can have enough money to be able to win this war with nuclear bombs, but we're gonna sell, sell it to you in, in this cute way. We're like, ah, we're just slapping them. <laughs> it's totally nuts. Buy war bonds. Yeah, buy war bonds. <laughs> buy war bonds. Uh-huh. Uh, Victory Garden. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Slap chaps. It's so dumb. It's, it's so dumb. Recipe for victory in the United States of America. <laughs> We're about 1944. All the, all the old propaganda is talking about the inherent sneakiness of it. Yeah, yeah so very it's sneaky. Like, it's so stupid. It is so stupid. And uh, it is. And like, the thing is, like, it was, it would resonate with people because of Pearl Harbor and stuff like that. But it, like, when you watch like Torah, Torah, Torah and stuff like that from the Japanese perspective, there's like this thing of like, the obvious Japanese maneuver was to attack Pearl Harbor. It was like, it was almost telegraphed being like, if you were the Japanese military and about to attack the United States, what would you well, do? It's the only place. And it, it, so it's not an obvious move. Uh, but it is a smart move. It's a strategic. It, it, very. If, if you are to attack the United States. Yeah. Right. Which there was not an obvious move for them. Right. And it wasn't even think, obvious to the United States. Repeatedly, the, the generals or, or whoever would in, in Hawaii would be like, I they'll never do it. They're not going to attack the here. Guy, the, Dan Carlin did a great yes. fucking episode on it, on hardcore history. Yikes. Great sponsor of the show, Dan Carlin. <laughs> thank you. Uh, Japs flying overhead. <laughs> dare I say it. <laughs> but he talks about like the, the Yamato like staked his fucking life and career and reputation on this like no, they'll never fucking do it. Move, yeah. Of sneak, sneak attacking the United States, mm-hmm. and then like an hour later declaring war and saying that like it wasn't a sneak attack that we formally declared war. Right. And yeah. Like really, really like s- sacrificing everything on this on this move. Like if it didn't work, right? They were fucked, and it kind of worked. Right. Like, all of like there weren't all the. Uh, aircraft. Uh, we moved our aircraft carriers. Right. They were just right. Because because we, we actually had intelligence that they were right. Coming, and we needed so. the you know. Yeah. It's it's oversimplifying to say that we knew they were coming and we needed an excuse to get in the war, but it's the easiest way of of putting it. Uh, yeah. yeah. It certainly was convenient in a terrible way. Yes. yes. Exactly. 
And and it could have been far, far more devastating than it actually was to the U.S. fleet. For sure. For sure. Definitely. And that's what he thought. That's what Yamato thought was going to happen is that we'll knock out the U.S. fleet. Absolute slaughter. And, I mean, you know. Moved all the best. The aircraft carrier being like the weapon of other than the nuclear bomb. But like the aircraft carrier mm-hmm. made modern warfare was right. possible. And they, they didn't get to bomb them. They just got some battleships and stuff. But for those men and women uh, that were dying, burning alive in jet fuel and water, Armageddon. Yeah. Total Armageddon. Yeah, and also, then, you know, they found some uh, some people who were like, they drowned like a week later, and they saw, they found the notches that they were counting the days while they were underwater. underwater. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Trapped in like air bubble. Oh, fuck. Nightmare. That's, that's can't go up there because it's on fire. <laughs> can't get out of here because we're un- encased in steel. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, wow. it, it was hor- uh, horrific. Yeah, yeah. But isn't that why war is? Hey, that's a, that's fun stuff. That's hey, gonna lead great. us right into this. Yeah. So pay, I, I don't pay attention. I don't generally give a shit about true crime, but the good thing is this, there's no crime here. But uh, you know, we'll get to that. This is just a, a, a an insane, dumb story out of New Zealand, uh-huh. and I'm just gonna go through it. Uh, uh, I got this from uh, Dominatrix, the Renee Churgill story by Donna Chrisholm, and some other uh, stuff.co.nz. Oh. I like how they name things, you know. Uh, uh, and then and there's a whole film that came out of this. Stuff.cons. And... <laughs> this is from Vinko Kerr Harris. He pointed me in the direction of this. Thank you. So this is, uh, it's the story of two people, but it's really the story of one person, which is a weird way of me saying that. We're going to talk about this woman named Renee Churgill. She was born in 1971 into an abusive household. She One of her earliest memories to be plates all over the floor and while her parents were fighting and uh, they did. T- her father did take this cool photo of her as a baby, where she has a cigarette in her mouth. And, oh my god! And she's she has a beer in front of her. Can you believe it? It's a DB. I think it's a double brown. Yeah, one of those classic DB is one of the oh, yeah. the great uh, breweries. Uh, the great piss beer breweries uh, of New Zealand. Yeah. yeah. And it's the kind that you gotta like open with a, a yeah. opener. Yes, right. You're in the mid seventies. That's, that's the that's the beer of a child abuser. Right. Uh, I learned that from Radio Flare. Mm-hmm. Uh, John, you can, you can take a look at there. Oh um, God, that's great. Popping mm-hmm. up in one of those. Yeah, you know, beers. it's one of those fun things. Hey, kids, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, she was brought up as a tomboy. Your father called her Goozer instead of her name. Goozer is a uh, a slang uh, English uh, New Zealandish Australian for low life. Uh, Goozer. 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 Yeah. Yes. It's mopish. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, her parents split up when she was 13. She said she was very re- actually relieved at this because of the fighting stopped. Yeah. Well, I think that's plates uh, on the floor. Mm-hmm. Plates on the floor. Uh, when she was a teenager, she, start, she started working at a shoe store in Auckland called Campbell's. Shout out to New Zealand Campbell's Shoes. And, big, uh, big sponsor of the show. Mm-hmm. If you love comfortable footwear and you're a Kiwi. While she was there, she noticed that all of these uh, trans prostitutes would come in and buy shoes while she worked there. Um, and, uh, she was, she was wondering, she was like, where do they get all this money? And so one night her and a friend of hers, they went out with one of these prostitutes, uh, named quote unquote Claire. And they, uh, sat in the back seat while Claire gave a blowy to some dude. And, uh, and they both, Loser. yeah. And they thought, Hey, fuck easy money. Hell yeah. Try it out. Mm-hmm. 
So she started, uh, Renee started uh, heading out on the street. Started making about $1,000 a night. This is like, you know, in the m- 70s. mid-80s now. Wow. Ah. She made enough money, she bought a blue Corvette, she said. And uh, she had, uh, there were rules, though. There's rules to all of these things. Of course. Uh, there, in, in New Zealand, there's this thing called Prostitutes Collective Ugly Mugs List. And so what that is is, uh, uh, you know, who, who are the guys who are talk. treating women badly? Yeah, they talk. Ah. There, there's this... Uh, Do not serve this guy. If, if you're in New Zealand, donate to the Prostitutes Collective. Prossies. Do they call them prossies? I think they call them prossies. Uh, they didn't when I was reading about it, but I believe you. <laughs> I've heard that before. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and uh, and she then she made her own rule, which is no young men, no silly men, no drunks. You know, because, uh. you know, you, you hear all these stories about bad shit happening. Yeah. And sure. the ugly, ugly mugs list is just yeah. a list of all the guys that you, you know... Don't want to. Don't suck. Don't spend time with. She she said her first client was a six year old man. They showered, they cuddled, and that was it. And she's like, okay, this is you know maybe I can do this. Great first gig, Uh Jesus Christ. But then she also said she had another client who uh, he he didn't pay her. He offered her like uh, tools. He's like, oh, I'll just give you. I'll pay you in in in, uh, hardware. Yes. And uh, then like she, you know, it didn't seem like it was going well. And then he, as she was leaving, he tried to grab her. God damn. And uh, she ran out of the van. And she like hit her knee, and she just she, one of her memories is that she's wearing this white dress, and there was just like blood from her knees was like soaking through like, the dress. Oh. Like the fucking hockey rink, man. Yeah. And she, she from this, she said to herself, "I'm not going to work the streets again." So she started working a massage parlor, and then she started working for this place called the House of Dominance, uh-huh. which was all bondage, yes. discipline, no sex. All right, you just be, BDSM you know, classics. Mm-hmm. And so her clients were businessmen, pilots, rugby players, quote unquote men of standing. Uh huh. And she would do things like you know, she'd put them in maids' uniforms and make them clean the toilets. And, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she with your tongue. <laughs> well, yeah, you're doing uh, it wrong. Oh, wait, uh, you did. <laughs> you did it wrong. You did it wrong. You did it wrong. You did it wrong. I'm gonna have to do that a lot. <laughs> and, she, and she says about it, she says I find it quite funny the dressing up in nine-inch leather boots. I thought that was excellent. Uh, but there was no way I could have taken the next step of nipple piercings and scrotum. <laughs> what do they call it? What? Nipple piercing? It's like men are prepared to pay $400 to have their testicles so squeezed. Smithereened. I couldn't get into that. <laughs> and what do they call them? Not golden showers, but they poo on them. Uh, oh, for the love of Christ. Brown showers. Right. <laughs> and, you know, she had some, some people she worked with that said, don't be so mean. You gotta, or, don't be so nice. You got to be the mean mistress. That's what they're paying you, know? you for. Right. And uh, but she also noticed she was like she said even though they're so trussed up looking silly with gags in the mouths and adult nappies on they still had an aura of um, strength or dominance I suppose hey even though she was supposed yeah, to be the yeah, dominant yeah, yeah. one you know yeah. well sometimes there's strength in submission and mm-hmm. they're paying they got money that's the I'm shitting my own pants yeah. fuck you hey you gotta got this adult nanny on I'm shitting <laughs> I'm in town. <laughs> From the states, <laughs> yeah, I'm in town. From one of my five, any of my five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't hey, care. Hey, toots, you look like a real goozer. Why don't I pay you five hundred loonies to shit on my chest with a gag in my mouth? A denim diaper. <laughs> a denim diaper. No diaper. Denim what are diaper. you guys doing over here? A denim diaper? <laughs> what the fuck? 
Bob. I, I don't know what it was. It seems like a thing Australians would do. <laughs> New Zealand. New Zealand. Uh, Canadians of Australia. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, yes, denim diapers make all Den- the A denim diaper. Oh, shit the fucking time. <laughs> shit the fuck. I won't piss on it, but I'll shit the fucking thing. <laughs> so, as she's doing this, she meets this guy named Neville Walker. Oh, they be, God. they start dating. He's thirty four. She's eighteen. Oh, and it's immediately an abusive relationship. He's yeah. very possessive. She runs away from him uh, a bunch. One time, like they had this idea of like uh, taking a, a trip to Australia, and, her, and she was like, "Okay, as soon as we go through the airport gate, I'm gonna run away." You know, it's one of those things. Mm. But she couldn't. Uh, you know, she couldn't get out of it. You know, um, a- according to uh, Graham Adams, who reviewed the film, uh, New Zealand has the highest rate. Of family violence in the developed world. Jesus Christ! Which I, you know, hey, fun stuff. And that's a re- that's as a recent. This is yeah, from like fa- two, three years ago. It's awful. And you family know, the, violence. The, huh? the, this guy was insane. He like she would go to the store and like buy milk, and when she was gone, when she came back, he would accuse her of fucking the guy who ran the store. I just shit on his chest. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude! Uh, one of those guys, huh? Yeah. Um, it, it, with what time? With what time? Like, I mean. Right, but Think he's, about how he's just in the, his head. The he's yeah, in his head yeah, for an hour. Exactly. No, so he's, a, he's a fucking maniac. He's yeah, a thirty-four-year-old he man. Yeah, yeah. But paying eighteen-year-old girls to suck his dick. Yeah. That's probably how he met her, right? Probably, yeah. It didn't say, or at least I, in those I, circles. I assume, yeah. But uh, so he convinces her to. They have this little uh, house they're renting. He convinces her to convert one of the rooms into a dungeon. So she can work and do BDSM out of the out of their house, right? Right, and get, if it, get more pissed at her, and, right? Yeah, if, yeah, and abuse. You her. know, you, if, you, if she's going to be fucking people, he wants it under his roof on, right, on, on his terms, yeah. right? But here's one of the uh, this is this is this is from newspaper article about during the, like from the trial. But mm-hmm. here they have a write up of of the services offered uh, in in their house. Mm-hmm. We're in the dungeon. Uh, well, it, it says uh, basic B and D bondage and discipline. Mm-hmm. 130 New Zealand bucks. Yes. Zealand di- Zealand dollars <laughs> kiwis. Uh <laughs> Is it? 130 kiwis. Uh <laughs> no, she doesn't barter. I told you they there's no fruit or produce. Basic humiliation, 130. Basic the basic. Re- the simple, but that's my mind you reduced from 160. Yeah, I mean that's a good deal. Uh basic bondage 130 reduced from 180. Basic discipline, 130, reduced from 180. Gento. Genital torture. Oh, Jesus. Gento. Gento. It is gento, It's eh? not very gento at all. <laughs> in it. In it. Uh, that's what accent? I don't know. That's 180 bucks. Yeah. Gold show. Golden shower. Oh, hell yes. 200 bucks. Slave training, 140 to 480 is a range. The training takes yeah. time, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah and money. Multi, yeah, you gotta pay. You got, yeah, you gotta fork it over. Uh, maid training, hundred forty to four hundred eighty. <laughs> Cross dressing, hundred ten. Oh, that's not bargain. Anal stimulation. Oh no. Oh yes, <laughs> hundred sixty bucks. Hundred sixty to find my pussy. <laughs> you remember when that guy yeah, told us that I we had to find our pussy? Always find their pussy. <laughs> You remember that you told us that? Yes, I do. And, Wait, know. what? What? <laughs> Me and Aaron were working with this dude, and he was, he was talking about dudes getting fucked in the ass and how how good it feels. He's fucked a lot of straight guys in the ass. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's yeah, also cool. like a um, uh, 
drag queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And cool. A good looking man. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, he was good like, he's like, the world yeah. changes when every man finds his pussy. And me and Aaron looked at each other like, <gasps> <gasps> well, you remember that guy from last week who couldn't stop coming? That's exactly. what you know. Right, right. You, you got his pussy. You got to incorporate. I mean, guys, come on, get real. Get up. Yeah. Get, get up Use every there. part of the. You know. Yes. Use every part of the buffalo. Mm-hmm. Right. You're the buffalo. Hey. <laughs> Caning, $160. <laughs> Caning? Hey, you take it long. You know, take a nice beating. Yeah. Damn. Well, that's, you know, it's not basic. No, but, I mean, that sounds really fucking painful. I was, remember that guy that spray painted those cars? Oh, in Singapore or something? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. And the whole thing was that he was... Remember that guy that chewed bubble gum? <laughs> <laughs> he was going to get caned and it yeah. was a big deal? Yeah. Wait, what? Okay, you got to explain this. That was a big 90s story was this this um, kid American that was... American kid or white, he, was, he was an American uh, kid. Oh, that that's was, right. That they, have, they caned him. They caned him. They right. caned the fuck out of him. Meanwhile, North Korea just puts a guy in a fucking coma. They <laughs> shoot him with end aircraft. Have you ever seen a man's chest get ripped in half by a fucking... North Koreans are Germans, by the way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes that's, that's what I got. It. <laughs> Some missile. So a few months into this uh, operation, working out of the uh, garage, a new client shows up, and this guy has an amazing mustache. One of the greatest mustaches you'll ever see. It's not completely relevant, but it's a, it defines him. <laughs> His name is... <laughs> and guess what? Mustache rides are free. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Peter Plumley Walker, and he's a local cricket umpire... He worked part-time at a... a Is he relative of Neville Walker? I couldn't find anything about his English life. There are a lot of rumors and so on that I'll I'll get to by the end of this, but um, I couldn't find anything more than what these stories uh, offered. He was a local cricket umpire. He worked uh, part-time tracking uh, printing film for a small-time current affairs magazine in Auckland. Uh, he may have been former RAF. One source says yes. No one, say? no one else had matched it up. According, well, you just have to look at the handkerchief, see if it's covered in piss. <laughs> you guys will get that. <laughs> According to the man, uh, Graham Adams, who re- reviewed the film, he briefly worked with this guy, and he it, tracking this film for, for the, the, the Current Affairs magazine when it was being printed, and all he just described him as he looked like a comic book version of a former RAF man. Ah, very good. And apparently he was a frequent bondage client. Uh, Renee said that uh, she was frightened of him, and she said it was his eyes. He had very intense eyes. I remember feeling he was more than I could handle. Mm. Oof. He paid $170 for the session. I'm going to show you a picture of him. And the session was a... I believe this Uh, was their first session. I couldn't... You know, he didn't... He he was a regular bondage client, but not for her. Yeah, Mm. no, uh, this guy looks like a... uh, a guy who was in the military mm-hmm. and then became a business person mm-hmm. uh, and might eat human flesh. Right. Like the smile, it's a, he's smiling and it, it's a genuine smile. But those, he's got a, uh, I'm going to borrow a phrase, I forget where I hear it, uh, shark eyes, doll smile. Mm. Yes, yes. There's something hidden underneath there. Yeah. But it's hidden well. Oh, yeah. I'm a, well, I'm just a patriot. Uh, sort of my country now. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> right. Yes. Don't right. mind if I do. Would you mind urinating on this kerchief? It, it <laughs> takes me back to the glory days of fighting under the Queen's <laughs> yeah, uh, right. Majesty's Secret Service. service. Perhaps you could uh, push me further into the abyss of depravity. <laughs> so he comes in and... Uh, 
He asked for uh, bulldog clamps on his nipples. No. Bulldog clamps? Uh-huh. What are those? Very strong clamps. Bulldog. Big ones. Are they the smashy clamps or are they... You know when a bulldog clamps down on your nipples and it's just like, oh, fuck, I'm not going to get this off anytime soon. Yeah, do they make a metal version? So I don't have a dog with me the whole yeah, time? Yeah, they're stainless steel. I want yeah, details. Yeah, yeah. Too... <laughs> well, she wouldn't do that. She wouldn't... She wouldn't do the bulldog She, she wouldn't put the clamps but, on his But uh, she got him on his hands and knees. Uh, he wore a latex mask. With... <laughs> yes! Ah, finally. Back, back when we were breathing chlorine gas in the trenches. <laughs> lovely, lovely, lovely. <laughs> he wore a latex mask with a ball gag in his mouth, and she spanked him with a riding crop. No, no. And uh, the phrase he asked for, you know, the, the, the key word to when it got too bad. The phrase, safe word. The phrase was, mercy, mistress, mercy. Mm. And that would be the name of the film that they made out of this. Uh-huh. Uh, but he, has, he also asked for degrading talk. And the, like the phrase, you're a filthy boy, kiss my shoe, you're a bad slave. Uh-huh. Mm. And then as this went on, he wanted heavier whipping. Uh, she says he wanted a cat of nine tails, but I only had a cat of five. Oh, uh, well, well yeah, times are tough. Yeah, 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 I'm probably not prepare. soaked for days in urine and feces. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, man, I recommend. Key, yeah. Read a fucking book. Mm. <laughs> That's uh, so he wouldn't sat he wouldn't satisfied with a cat of five. Tails, no, huh? no, no, no. Cat of uh, nine tails, huh? She, she also mentions during the session he has to be punished for abusing young girls. Oh shit! Ah, so there was something in his life that Ooh, he war crimes. Yeah, uh, and then you know, ah, yes, the days in Dutch Indonesia when the, the young girls were eating. Okay, <laughs> Stop. then. Uh, then she, uh, then he asked her. Uh, he, Thought she was forty-five. <laughs> she said. She, well, she said she was thirty. <laughs> I thought she was an old woman. She had no teeth. <laughs> to the door of menopause. <laughs> she smelled of horse urine. What did you expect me? I guess. Uh, I, I guess I'll mention now that after after this all came out, it turns out, according to some sources, again, I can't find. I, I searched as much as I could for some source from England. But according to the sources in New Zealand, he had uh, he he was going to be in charge for indecent exposure in England, and that's one of the reasons his family had fled England uh-huh. for New Zealand. The whole family. Uh, he took him with him, I guess. Family man. Uh, Probably diluted that family violence rate a little bit. Brought the numbers down. <laughs> Yeah. So, it was a great addition to the society. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you're gonna do it anywhere. Uh, so then she chained him to the wall. Oh no. And he had his arms and legs uh, uh, outstretched. Ah, yes. And he asked for a chain dog collar with a slip knot to be put around his neck, slip and he knot. wanted it tightened. And uh, chain dog collar. She she set him up with this, and then she stepped out to have a cigarette with Neville. And then um, normally she said she didn't do this, but this time it went on a little longer than she meant, and it was at least twenty minutes. And she went back in there, and his face was blue, and he was unresponsive. Oh, and so Neville does uh, mouth to mouth. They do chest compressions. Nothing worked. Oh. So they covered him up with a blanket, and they, they she made did... him do the mouth. Well, you know he's <laughs> it's his garage. Yeah, you and, do uh, it. I'm not getting paid. So they cover him with a blanket, and they're like, "Okay, let's figure out what they what, what to do." And as they're trying to think about this, her mother shows up with fish and chips. Perfect. And uh, they have fish and chips. Oh, oh for God's sake! While he's covered with a blanket in the garage. Yeah. Did, did, and I assume that they, she didn't know, the mother, uh, did not know that there was a uh, sex dungeon. No, she didn't know her daughter kick. was, right, right, was right. doing these things. Yes. Jesus. 
fee five fo fum. I smell the nut of an Englishman. You know, what are you? <laughs> what are you doing in that garage? Shouldn't you be running along, mother? <laughs> mother, it's, thank you for the fish and chips. Thank you for the fish and chips. Time for you to go in there, mum. Got work to do. Got to finish this fag. Jesus, the cigarette. <laughs> Not the guy in there. <laughs> So after she, after her mother leaves, they uh, decide they need to they need to dump this body. They yeah, got. Jesus! But they don't have a car. Both of them only have ten speed bikes. No, they've but got he... ten speed bikes. <laughs> <laughs> the fleet of speed <laughs> bikes. Jesus, Hogan's paying pretty well. <laughs> ten and the speed bikes. Woo. Yeah, I don't know what happened to her blue Corvette at this point. She, yeah, she, she, she said she did have the a blue Corvette. The blue face and yeah. a blue Corvette. Yeah, oh, it's like it was, yeah. a wonderful, wonderful. So, uh, Leave they, the chain! <laughs> it's getting caught in the chain. So, But he had a car. He arrived there in a car. Ah, what kind? Uh, they don't say. Okay. But her and Neville, they strip him nude. Ugh. They bind his arms and legs. And he they wasn't already him. naked? I mean, I, they strip him out of the... The restraints yeah, and the yeah, nipple clamps yeah, yeah. and the dog collar. The, the latex trousers, yeah, right, etc. Right, right. Unstrap his ankles from the spreader. They toss him in the car, and uh, Neville goes, I know a place called Hookah Falls. <laughs> <laughs> Hookah Falls? Hookah Falls. <laughs> Make your dreams come true. If you're hiding a body, you gotta go to Hookah Falls, I lady. I know a place. <laughs> Hookah Falls. Well, apparently this... Uh, next. <laughs> it would later lead to a popular... I don't know if it's a popular it's phrase. Vape Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's H-U-K-A. It's H-U-K-A. Uh. But apparently there was a phrase I saw it on, on multiple uh, blog like uh, forums about this story. Persians everywhere. Where the phrase would be, grab my balls? I thought you said hookah falls. Oh, Jesus. Oh, very yeah. good. Yeah. Hey, well, you pay somebody to... You know, balls you might end up in Hookah Falls. Exactly. So they drive, they, they throw him in his own car, they drive to Hookah Falls. On the way there, Renee's tossing all the clothes out of the windows. <sighs> and they get to Hookah Falls, they toss him over into the falls. They get back in the car, the car's running out of gas, so Neville decides to stop Jesus by a, 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 a gas station. A petrol, petrol. And she's saying, you know, I worked at gas stations, I know this is a terrible idea. The car is on camera the entire time. They're on camera with another man's car and... Uh, Missing person. Yeah, yeah. And she's still going through with it. Well, she's in the passenger seat. She's just like, all right, I don't know what to do. Huge mistake. Should have told you. So then they, tor- they, they, they they go home. They drive the car off. They torch the car. and uh, But, of course, the police, like... It's, the appointments in the guy's book. The police go uh-huh. to the man's house. They <laughs> yeah, put it all get together. Your ass whipped with a gag in your mouth and nothing less than a cat of six tails. <laughs> You've been a bad slave and you must pay for the crimes against humanity. You've committed. <laughs> Yours truly, Mr. Walker. <laughs> Note to self. Piss on me, beat me, try it out. <laughs> so... The cops put it together. It's not really like some genius move, and uh, <laughs> it's not. It's not. Uh, yeah. And so they they arrest her and they arrest Neville, and uh, she she when they bring her in, 
For most people had never heard of the phrase dominatrix. This is, you know, mid-80s. Most New people shit. had right. no idea this existed. And uh, the arresting officer, he tells this story where he was aware of it because, you know, he, you know, as you arrest people, you, you, you run into these folks. Well, they shot at the same places. <laughs> right. These are cuffs. And, and, and he said, he, he said, I inadvertently started the dominatrix thing. I took her down to the watch house to charge her and the watch house keepers asked for her occupation. She said, I don't know. She turned to me and said, what am I? And I said, you're a dominatrix. She says, okay, but if that's what you call it, what's that? She didn't know what that word was. Wow, but she did it. And then the headlines the next day was Dominatrix. Yeah. And suddenly everybody knew what it was. Great. Uh, even the lawyers. The lawyers. One of the lawyers said, I had a real education with some regards I wish I'd never had. Uh, well, I learned a lot of things I wish I'd Frequent the same place. Those guys are paying other Right. I mean, the thing is, too, is that like you also find out with all that stuff that it's not really that weird or dark right, right? like yeah. it's 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 pretty i mean by today's standards i guess it's kind of vanilla right like there's there's yeah. something about it that's like it's not really sexual um right it's sexualized power and sometimes you know right but somebody also comes but there's that thing of like the kink community where like you know it's 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 become so so formulaic because yes it has to be to make sure things don't get fucking weird. Out of hand, right? Yeah. 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 And so. it is always like, you know, the, when this came out, it it wasn't the trite thing or, or cliche of, you know, the powerful yeah. business person who pays the dominatrix to humiliate. I mean, now it's right. kind of, that's that's who you expect to frequent these yeah. places. You know, the downtrodden aren't exactly paying to be trodden down on. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, and in an island like that where there's not that many people, one day someone finds a nude man bound in the arm, arms and legs wash up on a beach. Yeah. And yeah. Suddenly it's the biggest story yeah, that's ever happened there. Mustache floating down a river. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also, so you combine that with BDSM, and suddenly right. this is the court case that no one will ever forget. Right. Yeah. It's the crime of the century. <laughs> but there's not really a crime, right? Well, trial, so, trial of the century. So they 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 arrest her, Neville, and the the cops assert that he wasn't dead before they threw him. So they charged them what, with murder. They found water in his lungs or what? I mean, I I, I couldn't find anything that broke down what it was. Yeah. And it might have just been... Uh, Is the English New Zealand Rasputin? And well, and well, one of the cops, out of with no evidence, says that they made him walk the bridge and then they tossed him over. Uh, <laughs> well, what? But it also, it's like, you mean... Jump pig! <laughs> yeah. Well, some of these, like, these are scummy cops. One of the guys, this guy, John DeWar... He was a senior cop on the thing, and he would, like, verbally abuse her. He would wink at her oh. and hit on her. And then later he would go to jail for four and a half years for obstructing justice in a case where another woman accused cops of raping. Jesus Oh, my Christ. God. So these are just scumbags, you know, yeah. through and yeah. through. Yes. Jesus. And so she goes through three trials. They find her not guilty. They find her boyfriend guilty of torching the car. And... Uh, as you, when she's leaving, after the third trial, she's leaving the station, and she's waiting for someone to pick her up. No one showed up to pick her up. Uh, oh, so she had, to, she had to go back into the station and wait. Uh, and then later... For the gimp. It, it, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> oh. and, and so again, it turns out that maybe he, uh, Plumley Walker, the mustache man, fled England because he was abusing... Young girls. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, I couldn't find any evidence other than multiple articles mention it, but they don't right. say, you know. There's no source. I couldn't find any source for any of that. 
Uh, she would go on to leave a relatively normal life, tossing a kid and a drug addiction, and you know, and she was always worried that people would recognize her. And then once she got over that, she she kind of became normal, uh, you know, just a regular life after that. So, wow. she, uh, how old is she at the time of the trial? Uh, Nineteen. Jesus. Wow. Eighteen, nineteen. Yeah. And so she goes on to live a. Which is pretty amazing. Yeah. Museum. Well, yeah, yeah. At Nineteen, you're pretty young. You still got some. People forget. Uh, one of the, the prosecutors, uh, Simon Crane, he said, apart from the apart from the fact that someone died, the whole thing is funny. <laughs> in that this quite quiet, leafy, unremarkable little house in Ramuria, there was a room which was dedicated to exerting misery and pain on people who were prepared to pay for it. It's just strange. It's just silly. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Vinko <laughs> uh, Kerr Harris, in his, it, when he sent this to us, he said, uh, he, he said, it turns out that my partner's father, who uh, used to play uh, club cricket at the time, New Plumley Walker. What? Uh-huh. As they're from the same area of New Zealand. And he said uh, his, his, father, his father-in-law's club, uh, Fielding, they had an annual friendly tournament against a club from Wellington, capital city, and uh, which is more or less an excuse to go out of town and drink in a well-manicured pitch for a weekend. And he said, anyway, after the death, they managed to convince the regional cricket board to name the tournament the Peter Plumley Walker Memorial Tur- Trophy as a joke. The board, not getting the joke, okayed it, and both both teams in it changed their names. Wellington's team became the Plumley Walkers because, quote, they love getting a good thrashing, <laughs> while the fielding team became the Dummies because, quote, who doesn't like some leather and a good shower? <laughs> oh, my God. Because this funny. also introduced the phrase golden, golden shower to a lot of people. Jesus. But my favorite anecdote comes from GriffithReview.com. Crime Scenes by Paul Thomas who just has this like post about all of his the 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 things in New Zealand that remind him of crime scenes. He writes, "When details of Plumley Walker's singular fate emerge, a spokesman for the Auckland Cricket Umpires Association wailed, "We can't go on losing umpires like this." <laughs> <laughs> Nobody understands the bloody game at all. I don't even understand it. And the umpires are pivotal for the survival of cricket. Do you understand? Do you understand? Do you know the rules of cricket? We, I don't. We've, we've lost half the goddamn fleet. <laughs> right. It's just men out there with paddles doing what they feel, and we have to regulate it. And this man diddles a series of young girls and absconds to the. <laughs> Asia, <laughs> the South Pacific. For what? For some gento? <laughs> what? We're a dying breed here, man. You can't just go on absconding and then choking to death in a, in a garish. Are you daft? Have some goddamn self-respect. Get a cat of nine tails like a good boy slave does. And try not choking to death on the dog collar with a slipknot. You goddamn savage. Thank you very much. Is nothing sacred besides the sport of cricket? There are men in Jamaica who understand it more than us. We've lost touch, man! Stop touching we girls! Don't be weird, Elliot! <laughs> Elliot! And for Christ's sake, wax your mustache! <laughs> you know, the last thing you want is to have a soggy mustache when you're dripping down Hookah Falls. You're gonna be floating down the river, you're not dead yet! 
You, so might, have a, you might have a this gasp of breath left in your lungs, but you'll be bogged down by a non-buoyant mustache <laughs> with a goddamn cricket empire's association of Auckland and the greater commonwealth of the crown, and we'll be goddamned if we'll have a soggy mustache on our cricket pitch. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Uh, I saved it to the. I, I saw that. And I saved it to the end for a reason. That's, that's, that's a good line. wonderful foresight. That's a good line. We just can't keep <laughs> this <laughs> epidemic has got to doing our best. <laughs> We've given it. Everything. <laughs> Nodding off at the crucifix. Choking yourself to death! Be a good gimp, man! Wake up! If you can't... If you can't last through 20 minutes of some light B&D, there's no way you're gonna be living through a cricket match! A cricket match! It's just some gen toe <laughs> with some bulldog clamps so... and a bull gag. For Christ's sake! Yeah. How do can you expect? I know. It's hard. It's hard. Wonderful. Very very Vinko nice, Kerr man. Harris. Thank you. Thank if you, Vinko. We love you, buddy. Pronouncing your name correctly or improperly, please let us know. We will. Vinko we'll Kerr Harris. <laughs> Vinko Care Harris? Vinko Care Harris? It's uh. Vinko Care Harris over here. <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ, I thought, Jesus. Jesus. I thought my fucking name was Winko. I don't know. Fucking, <laughs> what the fuck do I know? They it's a fucking double oh, pronounce. I don't know. Tell us if we're wrong. Uh, but we will. Vinko Care Harris, uh, we'll, we'll probably butcher it again. Um, but that was really, really fun. That was great. That was a, a perfect, uh, perfect suggestion. Yes. Uh, very, very good. That, that's the, uh, the uh, I think, one of the signs of a. Uh, of a great profile, mm. and therefore a great suggestion from from a patron is when uh, <laughs> when John and I <laughs> go off on a. Uh... But it's also the thing we were talking about earlier about something we might talk about in the future. I'm not going to spoil anything, but that thing of of, of illuminating a subculture, yes. right? Is is yes. so is so bringing uh... this. You know, uh, the occult, not truly occult, but the dark into the light. Being like, well, there's this whole thing you guys didn't even know right, about. Right, there's this whole thing you didn't even know about, and, and the people that are, are in the subculture are, in are, are not even evil weirdos. It's, no. it, it, it's kind of a, a very regular gig. Some of them are cricket umpires. <laughs> you know, like, there's not anything that strange about it, but the whole thing freaks you out so bad that you're like, well, it must be evil. It must be fucked right. up. And you're like, mm, actually, no. It's people working out it, their shit, man. People yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. Like, you're like, I think we've said before on the program, is like, once somebody's so far down a kinkhole, the whole rest of their life is like immaculately boring. <laughs> yeah, oh, man, I was in this kinkhole for like three years, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, everything I do that's weird is buried into this one thing. Right. Like, everything else... Completely unremarkable. Right. Well, yeah. I, I I was thinking about it. My boss Dino is he, he gets into the DSA, BDSM, and That's I, noted noted. Uh, um, I've heard him talk about it as well. Yes, and, and so I, I asked him about, do you have a safe word? And he said, No, no, I don't have a fucking safe word. Nice. This guy had a fucking phrase. Yeah. Mercy, mistress, mercy. I think he liked yeah. it. He liked I mean, that. that's like, if you're choking to death, there's not a lot of time to yell a thing. Right, yeah. right. There's also that thing, too, is like, do you feel like it would be like, your safety word should just be like, pleading to God? <laughs> Jesus! 
know, well, that's part of it is that you want to have the freedom <laughs> to like the generic safe word is red. Oh yeah, mm. I didn't oh, know that. Okay. And I because I've seen it, and uh, let's just say I've seen it. YouTube red, and because uh, uh, I think red means stop. And sure, it's, and, it's like, and it's and it's and it's a uh, it's a you it's a it's a word that you're not going to just shout out in in role play, <laughs> right? It's yeah. you want a word that is like distinctly like not part of the game, like red, not dude, stop. right, 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 not not please stop, please no, no stop, yeah, it hurts. Like, sir, yeah, right, all that shit. So you want to have a, 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 something that kind of like breaks the narrative, red, dude, red, 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 red. I'm saying red. Why don't you <laughs> hear me? I hear you loud. <laughs> you know, like the idea of uh, that would be so jarring, though, to to be like, oh, oh shit, what the fuck? I thought we speaking were... of red, uh... I thought <laughs> Shirley, Shirley Temple's are up. <laughs> it, it's al- <laughs> it's alarmingly red. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, they won't know. They won't know. You guys will get it. We're playing with time here. We're doing Christopher Nolan type of shit. We are. We're predating the the live. Uh... Fucking Pre-cocking. release of of the regular episodes yes. with weird Patreon shit. Yes. You guys, you Patreon subscribers, are, you're gonna get you get these glimpses. You get these glimpses <laughs> into the future, <laughs> so like weird. that the Ben Affleck motion picture paycheck. Yes. What? Oh, based Jesus off of Christ. Philip K. Dick short story. Oh, that's probably the worst thing they could have done with it. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> wonderful, a wonderful concept. <laughs> Execution leaves a lot to be desired. Poor. <laughs> poor. Execution poor. <laughs> <laughs> Lead Affleck. <laughs> Story by Dick. <laughs> that was fucking great, man. I loved that. That was that was Oh, it's perfect. It's got everything. It's got yeah. weird British mustaches. Uh Sleazy, uh, let's let's say uh, white trash kiwis, mm-hmm. right? Some of them. It's got trans uh, trans prostitutes, mm-hmm. trans yeah. prostitutes, and then the, the so the thing that always happens to in 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 underground sex stuff, which is like you're like, okay, I can do this porn shit, whatever, right? Prostitution, whatever, but the actual money is in. The deep psychological, right, <clears throat> weird shit. Financial humiliation. That's yeah, yeah, like all that, that stuff. Shit. Oh. Giving somebody access to your bank account and letting them drain it. Yeah. Now, Americans don't have a problem with class warfare. <laughs> but it, it's still being a transactional relationship and, and yeah. understanding that you really can't go hog wild and totally deplete their resource. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, because there's then, a whole weird thing where it's like, I'm dominating you, but also like you're paying me. So you actually have the domination. Yeah. There's like yeah. all this like yeah. weird power yeah. trading that goes on. That's so strange. You can't spend enough money on Amazon to actually make someone go bankrupt. Right. Unless you could buy a fucking space station on there. Yeah. Yeah. You can buy a little house or something. You can buy a sauna. That's, That's a good start. Thousand bucks, dude. Infrared sauna. Yeah. <laughs> you can buy uh, 1,500 ladybugs on... on yeah, you can uh, right. ladybugs. You, know about that you can get uh, queen bees, I think. Yeah. I think mm, you can get queen good. bees. Maybe. I think you can rent... I, I've heard that you can rent a goat through Amazon. Rent a goat? Rent a goat. You can get your house cleaned. <laughs> By the goat that'll chew through all of it. It'll eat everything up. Yeah, every fucking thing. I don't know. That's talking the about rent, financial the, domination. The rent, that goat's going to eat uh, How does eat the, the rental go through Amazon where you're like... I promise I brought the goat back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they scan it. They scan it. <laughs> you feed the goat to a T-Rex. 
<laughs> Somebody's telling me that fucking they rent goats through Amazon. They rent? Yeah. And this this girl, this girl I was working with goes, I don't want that fucking goat back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want it. It got rented out. It's a little mile. I don't want that. What are you talking about? It's brand new goat. I don't even want it back if it got rented out to whoever. <laughs> so not, yeah, I don't want. Yeah, I don't want a goat. I don't want a goat that. Who, who's renting a goat? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, for, I don't, chewing, up, chewing up any kind of can. <laughs> well, like, like for you know. The, the goat is its own it agent online. anyway. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> the goat's its own agent? The goat is its own hey, agent. Hey, Billy, you got Billy. Uh, uh, leave a message. I'll be there two days. <laughs> yeah. Two days. Prime. You're going to be there three days. Uh, you're going to uh, uh, just ram him up the ass anytime he turns over. That's the deal. Yeah, I do my own booking. <laughs> do my own negotiation. <laughs> the goat. Do my own humiliation. <laughs> yeah. Like, Chain up myself in the dungeon. I'll be at Flappers next week. <laughs> I think that was we're, great. I think, I think we're tapped out. Yeah. I think we're yeah. cooked. Yeah. Matt, fantastic work. Wonderful. One, thank you for Love you. Putting, indulging us. Guys, all. thank you for listening. Thanks yeah. for listening to all this weird kink, fucking dirty, nasty, fucking, oh, fucking nasty shit. Fucking and also th- indulging the few minutes up top where we waxed. Poetic on our oh path. yeah no yeah sports, dads yeah. and sports yeah. and disappointment we'll and see how much that gets makes it through but knows, yeah um we will uh we will be back with you the next time you guys hear us will be in Aaron's history of piss episode so enjoy that oh and then next Patreon episode Matt is going to do some nasty uh, bullshit. Something different for the show. <laughs> oh right, right. Oh, right. you got some nasty bullshit. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, it's 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 fuck scandals. Fuck scandals. Oh, love, love it. Fucks. This is kind of a fuck. Scandal. It is. It's not it a is. fuck this, scandal. Well, this, this from one of the blogs where I found people talking about this. That's what the show's uh, all about. You went down a kink hole, Some, bro. Someone said, <laughs> Here are off. some good scandals, and oh, I man. said, All right, Ooh, let me go. Yeah, yeah. You ate it like a yeah. Billy Goat ate <laughs> trash. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's oh, fine. No, I, Aaron, I, I digest. Let it go. Your, your next episode is really good, so just shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we love you guys. My name is John Fahey. I'm Aaron Pita. Matt Persoap. Good night, everybody. 